Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is Tuesday, and we are hanging out with Julia and Brittany right off of a very, very, very good interview here with Patty Wetterling and Joy Baker. The last two segments, if you didn't get a chance to hear that, go back and check that out on the Lori and Julia podcast, Hour One. But what's in store for us in the 4 o'clock hour, guys? Well, all right, so we're trying to compartmentalize and move past that. Right? And I just need to say... Wow. Um, wow. They're the, probably the... I was so nervous all day today to talk to Patty, who I've known. Yeah. Who I think is the most... She's so strong. and she's so beautiful. She's done so, so much for our children's safety mm-hmm. and so much... She just is an advocate and she's always had hope. And I, she looked at me at one point because we were having a moment of tears kind of during the break. And she, I think, and I said, I think I'm going to cry. And she goes, Oh no, you're going to be strong right now. And you just oh. feel her grace and her presence. Yeah. Wow. And, and really, Jacob's story is a Minnesota story that we all went through together. And this book is pretty amazing. I couldn't put it down. It's yeah. um, Dear Jacob, a Mother's Journey of Hope and Joy Baker. What a lovely woman she is. Oh, they were and just so, like... What a team. If, yeah. Yeah. So I hope people can go out and buy the book and, you know, support Patty. She just keeps fighting for our kids, you guys. I know. They both do. Yeah. They they have the they have the, one of the most important missions. It kind of makes you kind of, like, stop and go, you know... But you, you have to just go... You guys are a story of the human condition and the strength that we can bring... And also, you know, she was talking about times where she doesn't feel strong, where she shows being a human. And I just, yeah, that was, I felt like an imposter syndrome, even grabbing them in the lobby and then on top of it, just, but no, 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 I don't mean it in like a, I just mean like, you know, when things are so big and people are so big and beautiful in a beautiful way where you're like, I feel honored to be sitting in a room with you guys right now. And that's how I felt. I feel honored to have met them. I feel very lucky and very honored. That's all. Yeah, Makes I just, sense, yeah. I, um, I'm so moved. Yeah. I'm so moved by her. I always have been. I always have been, but we're going to move on. Moving on. <laughs> um, but really, the 2020 story on ABC, you can yeah. watch it on Hulu mm-hmm. from last Friday night on Jacob's case. And Jacob was such a beautiful boy. And, um, she has Patty Wetterling, uh, speaker, author, hopeologist. I love that. And she's, she just does it. And um, these are the 11, you know, kind of tributes of her son, Jacob. Be fair, be kind, be understanding, be honest, be thankful, be a good sport, be a good friend, be joyful, be generous, be gentle with others and be positive. Wow. And she said something I thought was really compelling. They both did. We are fighting for our children and the futures. Of these kids mm-hmm. and what yeah. kind of world they want to grow up in. When you're going to send something mean and nasty to someone, just take a second. Because what mm. does that do? You know, um, it's just, it, that was so powerful for yes, me. Yes, it was. And you, I, w- I didn't know Lori wasn't going to be here today. So that double scared me, you know, because I'm like, oh, yeah. gosh. And I, you know. Yeah, you have the girl um, who cries on a dime. No, but you're real. This is what you're a exactly. young parent. Yeah, I, mean, I felt that. I'm sorry. I felt when you, was, when, you, you when you mentioned that, Brittany, as a new mom and you told them that and how 
you you know you feel like they're protecting go go i felt that and i'm not even a parent i just you guys were real in there that was something well, I just am so moved by yeah. her yeah. and Joy. Absolutely. Joy, I'm so grateful to meet Joy, um, Joy oh. Baker. And so I let's hopefully, you know, we hear more from her. But um, yeah, Patty told her that she has to uh, get on top of that. And I don't <laughs> think you're the t- Patty's. Uh, I think Joy has to listen to Patty. That's the rule. I mean, I felt like I, if you would have told me to like start vacuuming, <laughs> I would have like mm-hmm. that's, you know. Oh, my God. Before we move on, I just want to say Betsy and Amy are our book getters oh. and the phones were off the hook. Uh People I talked to a few people afterwards that were just very gracious and thankful for the interview, and you know it just brought back a lot of a lot of memories. So a lot of people reacted to that. And in the book, doesn't you know it just reminds us of all these things and where we were. It was of when because we went through Jacob's Wetterling, we went through his abduction together as a state. I mean, we really did, and it and it just. I just feel so honored. It was her book yeah. birthday, and here they are. I really feel honored. Yeah. Susan, thank you for your help booking this and everything. Yeah. I just, all right, we're going to move on yeah. um, to something really, really, really important. Yeah. Dolly Parton. I love it. Dolly. Dolly. So you talked about this grant yesterday, and I wasn't listening, obviously, because it didn't impact me till I read it today, <laughs> um, that Dolly Parton is going to be performing at halftime mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving during the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commanders football game. Nothing more Thanksgiving than that. But dolly, this, dolly, but, dolly. but beyond that, it's so smart to have a pop culture entertainer to get more eyeballs on that game, I, too. Yeah. I mean, why haven't we been doing... Because that game, you know, there's yeah. like two games. Um, that game is the classic one. It's been around forever. They were in their division, their big um, yep. competitors. Rivals. Yep. Rivals, yeah. thank you. I mean, this is just so classic and perfect. And she's going to be singing her hits. She hopes everyone sings along. She's excited for it. And today, um, her new book just dropped and Grant posted a photo of it. But it's a large kind of coffee table book. And it's called Behind the Seams, like sewing seams. Love that. My Life in Rhinestones. She shares for the first time the full story behind her lifelong story of passion how she developed her Dolly style. She shares the people who developed it with her. And it's really, it's her life in costume and hair. And, you know, the great people who helped her shape this look. And it's really the largest reveal of her private costume archive collection. And, you know, when you can see, you know, we kind of visit some closets on Real Housewives or Mm. in some different things. How decadent and glamorous to go into Dolly Parton's. Like, I would say that because... We just had Jenna Lyons season on Real Housewives in New York. And that was one of my favorite parts is when they would go through her closet. I cannot imagine what it is like to go through Dolly's closet. But I do have to say, I would be very interested in her doing a tell-all book someday. I think she will. Because she probably has all the secrets on all. Because, you know, she was always perceived as this kind of group entity with her out there-ness, you know, sexuality. And I bet you that a lot of men took that as a green light when they, she doesn't seem like the, t- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like she has got all the secrets. I think you're right. And this is the second book in a trilogy that she's owed, who was ever her publisher. The first one was in 2020, song teller, my life in lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that was already one. So this is 
behind the seams, my life in rhinestones. So there is going to be a third one. So it's we'll my s- life and her, and her rock, um, her rock and roll collection with all these uh, rock and roll artists and the songs. I think it comes out in November, but um, she promises one of those rock and roll songs is going to be played during the halftime all show right, all right. at um, the, the uh, Cowboys and Commanders game. But I think this book, if you have someone who loves photos and loves Dolly, I think it would really be a really cool book. I think that would be, yeah, I, I think that would be one of those books you could just have sitting around. You could look at any time. Mm-hmm. Rockstar comes out November 17th, it's so no- right before the game. It's like few or five, four, so she'll definitely be yep. rocking a few jams, yep. I feel like, from that album. She promises one. One. Now, she wants people to sing with her and okay. sing along and sing it loud and sing it proud. So yeah. Thanksgiving Day. I just kind of love that. I'll inform my family to drink. It used to- <laughs> Get on that, would you? Please we drink need, so I sound and we, so good. We need a dolly drink. We'll have to figure out what oh, that is. I didn't even know what a dolly drink some, is. Something banana-y, I feel like, because she oh, had that banana cake that we never got to try. He has never even, tried. Well, Lori's supposed to make it. Remember, she, she was. Yeah, I remember. I remember it all. Me. And then she has the box, Check and it. it's never going to get made. No. I know. But I'm going to tell you, the Duncan Hines brand with the dolly collection, Yes, she also does like a, a cornbread. She does something else. So there's more in the collection. Oh. Okay. Under Duncan, I feel like this woman could do no wrong. None. Of course, None. Um, Dolly. Yeah, so, I, I except for s- one or two songs in that rock and roll thing. Oh, are- that's not great, <laughs> but still, it's great. It's still great. It's you know great, what I mean? It's Dolly. It's I would a, listen to it. Like it's great, but it's not great. I mean, it's fine. It's Dolly, and it's you can Dolly. hear that it's Dolly. And sometimes that's not always what you need for like a Led Zeppelin <laughs> cover. But what am I? Who do I get? I don't get a say. <laughs> you do. I'm not Dolly. You don't. All right. I don't. We're going to come back. And when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts with both of us. Oh, I just love this music. Um, it makes me want to dance and eat fabulous food from El Burrito Mercado or go there and eat their fabulous food. You know, um, if you don't follow them on Instagram or Facebook, they really do lovely posts so you can get a good feeling of what's going on at El Burrito Mercado. But, but again, I just think... If you've never tried their authentic Mexican food, you have to go there and get some. You can grab and go, you know, at the deli where you can get, you know, plates of tacos, tamales. You can get all these lovely salsas and so many versions that you've never had. One guacamole cilantro salsa is to die for. And, uh, you know, and they've got frozen food you can take and freeze. You can buy your meats there, pre-seasoned meats that you maybe barbecue or you can just buy it done. The restaurant's fabulous. They serve breakfast seven days a week. Happy hour, Tuesdays through Fridays. El Burrito Mercado is the place to go for authentic Mexican food. Julia's Brittany. random thoughts. Brittany. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's, That's all, all it is. is. That's all it is. It's just random. Well, randomly, my mouth has this amazing <laughs> chocolate in it right now from Chocolate <laughs> Celeste. Okay. <laughs> It's so good. Okay, so Mary Leonard, who started Chocolate Celeste, we just adore her in 2002. It's kind of like some people, we all started at the same time. Are these those custom chocolates? Yeah. Yes. Chocolate so Celeste. beautiful. So we just, we're splitting a champagne truffle right now. Because we're think, women, we split them slow and first, steady. And I went earlier, you didn't eat all of it. You and, didn't eat mine, I didn't eat enough, a grand, I took a bite, and like... As a Minnesota woman, I took less than half. Sure. <laughs> and did. she called me out on it and said, please take more. You did not take all your half. <laughs> so then I go to Brooke. 
Because so you want half I of our half. Share it. She's like, you're offering me a truffle that two people for <laughs> taking a bite out of. A truffle. She's a not like a big <laughs> piece of chocolate. No, it's it a truffle. Teeny. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. It's the most Minnesota women thing ever to be I passing my, around. I caught myself and I'm like, well, this is weird. Do, do you want a whole one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Can we have a bite of it though first? Like, I want to try it, Brooke. Oh, Don't be a monster. Oh my gosh! So, well, cel- I, chocolate Celeste. Yes, Where's it, it at? It's right down the road here. In St. Paul. It's on Transfer Road, right yeah. over here. Chocolate, I believe it's Chocolat Celeste. I believe. Chocolate yeah. Celeste. She was on a guest, I believe, on I, when I was filling in with um, Weekly Dish a couple weekends oh, she ago. Was. She was a guest a couple she, weekends ago. She's been on our show, yeah. and she just yeah. makes these beautiful truffles. And I just want people to know that. <gasps> She works with companies. She can put your logo on them. Yeah. It's a great holiday gift. We get chocolates every year for the holiday. It's my favorite thing in the world to get chocolate. And these are decadent, lovely, oh. beautiful, handmade, small batch chocolates. And you can get um, the new flavors are like pear cognac, key oh. lime, frangelico ganache, lemon Irish cream, peanut butter whiskey, we just had champagne. blood orange, ginger citrus. And they're all with 70%, 64 to 70% dark chocolate. I just want to give her a big shout out. But if you're thinking holidays, um, mid-November, you need to get your orders in. And it's just chocolate, Celeste, C-E-L-E-S-T.com. And she's so lovely. And they're open. You can go in there and pick out your own chocolates. It's just such a good thing. I think chocolate... It's the thing everyone loves. Sometimes you don't want a baseball head or a visor with someone's logo on it. I'd rather have the chocolate. I would rather have the chocolate. I don't need things. I need chocolate. chocolate. I don't need any more logo stuff. Unless it's the Low J Fanny Bag. I was just going to say, you're going to be so mad at me. Did you give it away? Yeah. My mom was at her friend's cabin and her friend goes, does your daughter work with Lori? My mom is obsessed with Lori and Julia. Oh. And then she goes, well, you know, they wanted, she was like, yes, you know, and my mom was showing her pictures and, you know, of them together. And this the woman was one? dying. The OG one? No. The breast cancer or the new one? Then I bought two of the new one. Oh, okay. And you told me, don't give it away. And I said, I know me. I know me, the first yeah. person who says, and my mom said that and I go, do you want the fan? She goes, yes, I want the fan. Because <laughs> my mom knows me. I'm such a, if somebody yep. means something to somebody, it's yep. just sitting there and like, who you I are. only have, I don't, I can't wear two at the same time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But I'm going to regret it in 20 years. Oh, yeah. I don't know I want my other one. Okay. I just, I have to tell you how to spell chocolate. Because it's it's, yeah, it's it's no it's no e c h o c o l a t Celeste chocolate 
and no e on the end of it and right. um mary's a good person she's right. a, she's so lovely and yeah. she I mean, makes, even if she was a terrible person she, she makes, makes beautiful, amazing chocolate so like chocolates. you don't have to convince me I mean, oh my gosh, uh, you could do all this online. You don't even have to go in. Now, Molly, leave me alone. <laughs> Speaking of Molly, I have a I word of the Molly. day for you. <laughs> Tell me. I, I have, mean a, now I have a, a word of the day for you. Okay. And I think you're going to like it. It's called the word is Molly Coddle. Ah! Molly Coddle. Mm hmm. You're being like, would you use it? You're being such a molly coddle or no, let's go molly coddle. When you molly coddle someone, you are treating that person with excessive or absurd degree of indulging our attention. So this in this sentence, Brittany loves to be molly coddled at work. Fact. Mm -hmm. Fact. That's fact. Mm -hmm. Molly coddled. I think you're going to use this word a lot. I feel like you could apply it to so many people, me included in your life. And you (laughs) think we should use that instead of attention? Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's nicer. A, it's a, okay. So yeah, that's what I'm going for. Is I'm looking. I'm looking at. I found that the word was this, and I go, "This is me. I like to be molly coddled all the time. I like attention. I like you know, a back rub. I like telling how pretty I am. Well, I like yeah. all the things. I think that's fair. Molly coddled. We're gonna molly coddle you from here on out. All right. How about um, this? I kind of think this is cool. I don't know where I put the story. Wait, is it the phone thing? Yeah, but do you think that'll work? So here's the deal. Our attention spans, someone did a study on it. They've shrunk. They've shrunk a big amount since these hand computers are in our life. Yeah. That that carry everything, our information, our photos, our life is documented every day, every minute, every second. And um, you have it right in your hand. And because of that, and just our attention spans have just been so shortened to the point where when you're reading an article in a publication, they'll tell you this is a three minute read. Yeah. This is a four minute read. This is a six minute list. But then it's really shaming if you took, like it says three minutes, it took you five, and you're like, well, oh. I'm going to time people next time they do that. But do you, do you feel like this black and white? So there's a feature you could tell everyone. Yeah. Somebody. So that if you want to curb your raging addiction to your phone, you just have to channel I Love Lucy. The former design ethicist from Google named Tristan Harris said that if you make your phone screen all black and white instead of millions of colors that you have now, it can help break your addiction. All those colors are positive reinforcements that help you keep you strolling and tapping. By going grayscale, you won't have as much of an urge to use your phone. And it's easy to set up your phone in black and white. Both on the iPhone and Android have a setting that let you shut off the color. Lots of people have tried this, and some say it works, some say it doesn't. But, like, for you, would this be worth a shot? I'm not that addicted. (laughs) (laughs) What were you just doing during the beginning of the segment? Well, I'm writing someone. No, when your phone was up, just was that? Did you? No, people are commenting. That's all that's happening. Yeah. And I'm so just, is that I'm responding to work stuff? This is all work stuff. Julie, uh, Lori was like, well, uh, one time I was on, she's like, I need eye contact. And I, that was oh. all I needed oh. to hear. And I go, you're so right. I, it's so key for us. It's so key. And I, I go, oh, you're right. Like, cause I actually, this is the only time in my life I feel like I do get a hundred percent uninterrupted conversation. I get mm-hmm. molly coddled. <laughs> you have to listen to every word I say until well I finish done. this sentence. Well done. <sighs> and I love it. I love it. Would that. you ever try this black and white thing? Yeah. Do you think it would work? No. Because the pictures would probably be cooler and then you'd do more. I feel like the problem is, is I want to know what's going on all the time always. And my watch helps because my watch always just gives me a heads up if there's a text. 
if I don't have my watch on, I constantly check if I got text. Oh, which is insane. Nobody's is. messaging me ever, ever. I really, I sometimes I feel like bullied when you get too many texts. Same. I feel like, how I, dare you? I'm working. I know. You know, or something. So it's just a whole different thing. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I, not going to do this. You're not going to try it? I'm not even going to try it for a second. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not not even. It. I'm being really honest. That's not, okay. I'm not. Because I, in an honest I would, circle. I'd probably erase all my data trying to figure out how to do it. <laughs> That's true. You I, know? I do have to give a shout out to NPR for being um, so behind on the news. Why it's okay to put dry, clean only clothes in the washer. Um, Patrick told this to us yeah. years ago. Yes. Uh, talk about leading the way, Patrick. Sorry, NPR, you're Stop. lame. Stop. Okay, this is kind of funny. Would you ever, uh, we've learned you have a good dog name and a bad dog name. Murphy we, and Robot? Yeah. Robot, I just don't like that name. She's very offended. I know. But when we come back, would you ever name your baby after your pet? Depends on the pet. I mean, would would you name your kid Great Murphy? Question. Would I name my Isn't that kind human of an Murphy? Interest- that is a very interesting question because Murphy's a good name. I love Murphy. I do too. Love it. Murphy Brown. Brown. We'll be back. If anyone has any thoughts, let us know. This is my talk. I have such a great testimonial um, from um, Rose who uh, went through um, Learning Rx. And and Rose was diagnosed with both ADHD and dyslexia. And her mom was referred to Learning Rx to see because she heard it had great results. And Rose was struggling with reading and her standardized test score put her in the 11th percentile this past spring. Rose has been training at Learning Rx and is re- her reading was just retested and now she's already jumped up to the 35th percentile. Her teachers are thrilled with the huge jump in such a short amount of time and can't wait for what else is going to be out there for Rose. Congratulations to Rose and congratulations to Learning Rx. One-on-one brain training. They get to the root cause. They, they figure out a program that's going to work with you f- through fun, fast-paced memory games, just to build up the strength of your brain to make you open to learn how to learn, and it's fabulous. Learning Rx, call them today. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Tuesday, if you're keeping track, around 431.5. Um, and you're listening to Lori and Julia. My talk, Lori, will be back tomorrow. She is uh, visiting her mother, the Muti. And right before the break, we were talking about... Um, is it okay to name your baby after your pet? I love this question. And someone had a cat um, named Mungo. 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 Nailed and it. Then it they definitely na- sounds like a real <laughs> it sounds, It's a combination of Mufungo and Bingo. Mungo. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that sounds exactly and, right. Or think of like, all right, here have been our pet names. Um, Tia. Yeah. Um, what was the next one's name? Darby. Darby. Um, oh my cute baby, whose name? I'm, what was her name? Okay, Girl? that one, yeah, <laughs> Katie. Katie. And then there was um, post me. There was two more labs. Um, one, the new one's named Cece, and the one before that was named I can't remember the name. It's fine. But I mean, you know, Darby. Here, we actually thought about this when okay. I got when you were naming the cat. Mm-hmm. because we, you know, full, full disclosure, sorry for TMI, at some point in our lives, me and Justin would like to procreate again. Um, get a little vivid there, sorry. So you gave the cat um, a name you might want for your for baby? You. Uh, we made, there was a lot of boy names that I might want for my baby, so I avoided them, and it's why now my cat's named Kevin, 
And does anyone like the name? I don't know. We just accepted that it's Kevin the cat. Like he doesn't feel like a Kevin. His name I is like Kevin. It. It's just so we call him. There's about five different names that the neighbors felt passionate about. Well, so his name was Kevin Rufus Toby Arneson. But we had to make sure because I was like cute names that I was like, I would like to use that as a human someday. Right. So, um, but Panda wrote in about this. Okay. Panda has a, always a lot of great opinions. We love her. I love you, Panda. Love you, Panda. Uh, she wrote, ugh, my cat is named Kimchi. I have seen enough bad child names in my job to know that I would never name a child that. Now, the dogs, they're Cooper and Bella. Totally oh. acceptable. Totally perfect names. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And someone wrote in earlier when you were talking about your child, Gogo, acting like Murphy or Robot the Dog. Yeah. Because she's going to be a golden retriever for Halloween. Yes. And um, she wants you to know, this is um, from from Jean. She wants you to know that when she was a toddler, um, she played this little puppy. And I made my mom let me take naps in the kennel. And I wouldn't go to sleep till she latched the kennel door. <laughs> he said she'd unlock it after I fell asleep. And she goes, do I believe her for this? <laughs> because your baby's playing. You know? Oh, yeah. She's always, we, for a long time, I was really worried that she was thought she was one of the dogs. Like, she always wanted us to feed her on the ground. And, like, she laid on the dog beds all the time. And, like, finally, when she started walking on two feet, we're like, I think she knows now. I think. You think so? All right. So Katie emailed us, and she said, her daughter is named Murphy. We met Grant at the movie theater once. Oh, that's, I remember that. Do you? Yes, I believe that was before Ant Man. I do remember that's that. So funny. That's she was so funny. So daughter. Cute. Yes. Okay, this yes. is another cute one. That's from, a really cute girl's name. I do love Murphy. I do, Murphy Brown. Oh. It's so cute. Murph. Murph, get over here. <laughs> I grew up with people whose last names were that. Um, this is from Stacy. She says we're talking about can you name your child after your pet names? Yeah. Um. She says that I named my dog after my grandpa, Melvin, who had just passed away yes. a few months before I got my puppy. But Melvin's a great name. So many old school names are in style now. Mm. Oh, it always sounds mm-hmm. like Gogo was just hanging out at the bingo hall. Because they're like, Eunice, Margot, and Sophia, and Henry played Play-Doh today. You're like, where are they right? Like, what bingo hall did I just pick this woman Sophia's up Sophia's the number one name, though. It has been Sophia and Olivia. I think those are the two that have been in vogue yeah. for about 20 years. Yeah. Um, but I love a Henry. Henry's are Henry. so. Hank Henry, my, that was the one I was going to bring up. You're going to bring that? I love, well, because I my best friend's dog was named Hank. We called him Henry. And I thought that's just a fun human name and so dog good. name. I love that. That that's, wasn't my dog's name, but I love that name. That's a good one. I think so. Yeah, I think um, so. I'll probably name my next kid after my blue tick coonhound I got from Secondhand Hounds Robot. <laughs> and uh, do you know what's nice thing. about? Do you know what's nice about the name Robot? It can be a boy, a girl. It's the worst a family name, name and it can go on and heard. on. There's a lot of cute nicknames. Roro. I like Roro. Bot. 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 Mm. Baby Bot. Baby Bottle Bot. <laughs> I start calling him like. You know, like R two D two or something, just because he's a robot. You know, I'd start pulling out um, all the crazy. She, she. My apologies, thank you. I, I find out a lot of people How are sexist towards robots. I feel like that's a masculine name. It's terrible. I know. You know, and somebody said you should name her a fembot, and I said, well, okay, all right. We're sexist, <laughs> you monsters. Robots. You guys are monsters. I'm. I'm. Thank God, I'm breaking the glass ceiling with robots' name. You're I'm something. the one out there in the street. Okay, let me tell you a story. Yeah. 
So I don't know if you guys have watched this show yet. I read the book. It probably came out three years ago. Lessons in Chemistry. The book, oh, yeah. The book is to die for. I loved, loved, loved this book. And I would read the book first. Really? Watch it. Because the book is so fabulous. Yeah. I mean, like, the joy of reading, not listening all the time, but just reading. And the just how it unfolds and how you get to be cozy on your couch and just read i love it it's just so fun it's such a great book that book is so bloody good but it got optioned like that and it's already on apple plus tv um this is it, is one, it a show yeah yeah it's okay. a, i don't know how many parts probably six yeah. or seven parts but one and two have dropped mm-hmm. you can watch those already and three will drop on i think the like the probably 20th thursday yeah yeah there are two amazing women stories on Apple right now. There's Lessons in Chemistry mm-hmm. and Physical on Apple+. Plus. I hated Physical. Did you? I hated it. Why? I couldn't get through the first few. I mean, I it never got better for me. Okay, I think this season might be really good because I keep getting clips of it on my TikTok. So I've been watching these shows like clip by clip and they like keep <laughs> knowing that I'm going to watch them. They keep throwing them my way. And these Lessons in Chemistry, No, the, this- she plays the uh, the lady who, what's her name? The actress Elizabeth. Um, oh, it's it's the the what's her name? I know, I know. We sound no, so bad. I know. Her um, name. Brie Larson. Brie Larson plays this character so well, and Lewis Pullman is a is in it, and he was in uh, Top Gun Maverick and mm-hmm. some other things. You'd recognize him, but it is this isn't something to watch by clip. It's a it's a story about a movie that was a book that's a story <laughs> that's on streaming services and it needs to be seen in full in a streaming service. Is, is anything though should be watched by two minute clips? No, no! I don't know what I've fallen into these like weird trolls where I'm like all of a sudden watching um um like old movies I used to see. What's the the witch one with uh, Sabrina? No. Bewitch? No. Um, Sabrina and the Black Cat. Oh my God! Quit guessing. You're never gonna guess it. Wednesday with, with uh, <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman and oh Hocus Pocus. No. no. Oh the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've been falling into this hole where I'm like the Sanderson sisters, and I'm like watching these clip by clips. All of a sudden it's like 2 a.m. and I've watched like an eighth of the movie, and I'm over clips. I don't know what the deal is. I get in these clip holes because it's addictive. So that's, addictive. That's why I'm fighting TikTok, but I'm really. Shouldn't probably anymore. I feel like you stay the fight, but I send you the good ones. Anyways. You send me the good ones. I just, I feel like I'll go down a rabbit hole and cook it out. But lessons in chemistry, if anyone wants to watch it, it is so brilliant, so good. And Apple TV still doesn't cost as much as like Netflix and HBO Max yeah. and yep. Prime. It's still somewhat reasonable. I think it's eight ninety nine a month right yeah. now. Yeah, Lily's rocking uh, the not newsroom or morning show. Oh, it's yeah, beyond. she's show. loving. She's oh. on the third season. She has crushed it in like a week. Oh, the, all three seasons. I don't oh. think you should be so proud. We watched. We <laughs> watched him every season. It's just the, it is. Jeff started watching it. Yeah, the, and from I'm the watching it now with it's her It's addictive. Too. It is. It's so good this season. No, with I, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, John, John Hamm, Ham. and the other guy. Whatever his name is, no, I'm he's just, in it too. I'm just teasing. You know of the one with hair. <laughs> the one with his hair and a face and a heart and a soul. About, but I don't know his, his name. name on TV is Corey. <laughs> he just got married. Oh yeah, the one who cheated on his pregnant yes, wife. Yes, you know him. 
Um, but that's a good one too. But it's kind of um, it's Billy Kudrow. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Oh. He's so charming. Oh, he's so good in this role. I, but I he, will never, ever forget that he cheated on his oh, pregnant no, wife. Of course not. But I guess it I was like, the gal from Weeds. It's, it's not my fight to feet fight. Oh, that was his wife. That was that was his. Hmm. Were they married? I don't know. But hmm. she was seven months pregnant, and he cheated on her with Claire Danes. Oh. Dang. Dang. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. Dang. I don't like people who leave their pregnant people. That's a hard one That's for me. That's a hard one to recover and from. And a lot of times I say, you know what? I stay out of people, like whatever decisions <laughs> they make. But there's something where I, like my body automatically goes into the pregnant person's body and remembering how terrible and vulnerable you feel at that point in your life. Ooh, that's a hard one for me to get over. I believe you. He's, I believe a, he's you. a charming fellow, but I always remember that. I, Tristan Thompson. Learned it on Low J. Mm, oh, there you go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk. My favorite thing about the movie is, like, it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real, like, you know, go to the theater film movie that, you know, you, you kind of, the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. Yeah. Okay, so a Love couple of weeks ago, like, maybe three... Olivia Mum, and she's an actress who used to be married to, they were never married, engaged to Jason Sudeikis um, from Ted Lasso. Uh-huh. And she is an actor on her own. And she, they have two children together. Olivia Wilde, you said Olivia Mum. Oh, did I? Olivia yeah. Wilde. And she made the movie with Harry Styles. Yes, she was a producer on it. She, no, she was the director. Director, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, she directed Harry Styles and they had an affair mm-hmm. or a relationship. Yeah. Um, but she was living with, still with her guy at the time. And um, Harry Wilde, it became very public. Don't Worry Darling was very public. It got so public that none of the actors who were in it would even support her in the media. Mm-hmm. Because they For, felt a yeah. conflict of interest with her having the relationships with the main star. Florence Pugh being a big one because yep. she was connected to Zach Braff. Yep, and, and then Chris on top- Pine wouldn't talk about it. So it just became this big it was in the headlines for over a year. No one even saw the movie. It was so bad, but it was just, this is all we talked about. And then their nanny came out. Uh, Jason's and Olivia's nanny came out and said, yeah, she made him this special salad, salad dressing. dressing. And he was gonna, she was going to take to Harry's yeah. and she stood in, he I mean, stood in front of her car. So all this kind of stuff. Oh. So then, and there were more pictures than you can even imagine. So then a couple weeks ago, on the heels of this, just this lovely relationship that's just so fun for people to watch. I think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. She said this on Instagram. Um, she just said um, she tweeted out and expressed a desire for Taylor Swift to be romantically involved with a climate scientist. So she knows she's with, you know, romantically Travis involved Kelsey. with Travis Kelsey, the football player. But she that's tweeted. Right. Her desires that she should be with a client, climate scientist. <laughs> I know, so no one cares. We just was like, really, no one cares. Really. So, no then one now cares. today she has decided that she wanted to um, double make down. another statement. Yeah, she oh. doubled down. Mm-hmm. She doubled down because she got a lot of backlash telling people who they should date. Yeah, and one of the biggest relationships is just saying. I, I just think it's wrong that she wouldn't date someone who does all these other things. And you're thinking, well, you were with Harry Styles, like the biggest name out there for music. Yeah, who probably drives, who flies more private jets than anyone she's ever dated. So It's just wild to me. Yeah. So 
And nobody is. Yeah, you're so right. And and the reality of it is she's really making fun of the public for acting so interested in their relationship. Not yet. Here's what she said. But says I mean, the, but the, you're right. The sign to her saying that is like, oh, I wish people would care about this. Is the but kind then of why don't you care about it? So you dated this. You big, date, yeah. You dated this big musician. So she responded to the criticism she received, and implied that all the attention given to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey could be better focused on more significant matters going on. So far as I mean, no harm. It's obviously a comment on how much attention gets paid to stupid things. So she shoots herself a foot. And again, what she's just trying to say is there's so many big things going on. Why aren't we focusing on them? But then she doubles down that they're stupid, that this is a stupid thing. It doesn't make sense to me for her to comment on anything because she's got the blackest pot, kettle pot, black. He's just this to me feels so pick me. I need attention. Yeah, this is a pick me move. I mean, explain a little bit. So a pick me girl or a pick me boy, it doesn't matter, it can be either, is somebody who's like, you wear makeup, I don't wear makeup. Like, I, I'm above that, you know? Like, you guys talk about gossip talk radio. Like, what? I'm sorry, I only listen to this. Like, right. it's a very much so, like, pick me, not them, and I will throw people under the bus to get that positive attention. It's, like, infamous for the, like, if you're dating somebody and they have a girl best friend, and she's like, oh, like, Julia wouldn't like football. Like, I like football. You know, Julia only likes football because, like, Taylor Swift is showing up. It's very, like, you need attention by pushing somebody down. Got it. Yeah. I never heard that term, pick me. Now I'm yeah. going to put it with Molly Goggles. N- nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, she just looks so dumb. I don't understand. I don't understand either. And I go. I don't get the motivation. You're so right. And there's just something so weird about it but and needy. It's and- so needy. But then to even double down and get, she'll get more crap for this because I mean, no harm. It's obviously a comment on how much attention get paid to stupid things. Well, that may be a true statement and it may be that we don't focus on the big things, but sometimes the big things are so heavy. You don't want to go there. Yeah. I'm not going to rationalize what things I like. I will not. Everything has a, she just is slamming them again. I spent my twenties being apologist, apologetic about. Liking the Real Housewives. I'm at a point in my life where I say, I like this. I don't care. At least when my enemies are enemies, they actually know each other. Unlike in like sports where they've some of them have never met. Like, I refuse to apologize for liking what I like. Olivia. You know what sucks? Olivia. Pick me. Olivia. I will not be picking you. Uh, I want to like Olivia so bad. I mean, she was no. on the OC. Olivia is beautiful. Oh, yeah. She she's did that so... great movie with Beanie Fels- yes, Feinstein. Book Smart is such a great she's movie. She's so Funny talented movie. in so but many she ways. She just got lost. I, I and still her remember. Ego needs so much stroking. I, st- I don't think <laughs> she's great working with women. I think she has a problem with women because she came out with that one uh, little video trying to convince Shia LaBeouf to be in the movie and just talking down about uh, Florence Pugh, Florence Pugh. And I, I I remember that vividly because I go, I know those kind of people who will like put somebody down in, in ways to like behind their back. And it's like, yeah, I don't love that. Mm -mm. I don't love that. And in, and the brazenness of it on video and all that stuff, you go, Oh, and it's not great. Mm -mm. It isn't. All right, so that's Olivia Wilde. She's going to feel like a schmo for a few more days because she doubled down with another dumb comment that no one cares. Yeah. But people do because it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. Here's who else commented on Taylor Swift. Katy Perry. 
Oh, Katy Perry. Uh-huh. Now, used to I be like enemies turned friends again. Yes. I like this one. From You Need yes. to Calm Down video where yeah. they're dressed up like a hot dog in a hamburger. And that was hugged. cute. She just thinks of everything, doesn't she? She's cute. It's, it's amazing. So she commented in the new romance on Vogue's Instagram post. Um, and she just said, I ship. Oh, that's cute. And ship to endorse a love relationship. Fans love Katie's enthusiastic response to Vogue's Peace Center. It's nice to see a positive response from one of the fans said. She's so real for that. Yeah, I ship is like saying like, I die over this. I love this. I'm so into this. I have a relationship with this concept. It's I ship. Yeah, it's like saying, I fangirl this. Yeah, I think it's so cute. And she does. And then um, there's just so much together, but people are all upset that Taylor Swift and um, Travis Kelsey are not actually buying a house together. In Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of funny because I was, of course, listening to Bradley and Dawn, noon to three. Uh, they were talking about this as like, Taylor Swift owns so many properties and so many things. It's not even that big of a deal. She was like, yeah, I'm sick of setting up security every sure, time I go there. Absolutely. I'm I might just buy a house. Yeah, I could no just biggie. see her doing it. So yeah. I don't I don't think it would be taken that seriously on either end if she is or isn't. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I just kind of want them to date. I don't know if he's endgame. I'm fine with it either way. I, I just want them to date, too. I just want them to date and have fun and enjoy their time. And I also, like, I want them to, because a part of me is like, maybe they should get out of the limelight. I also go, they should keep going to each other's things and enjoying each other. And, like, when she goes and does her international tour and their little football games are done, he can go watch them. Yeah. And he can it's bring a me. a long time apart. It's not, I mean, she's got, they've both got jets. They both, they're fine. They can travel. They can travel. They're cute though. I like it. I oh, like when it he lot. had the, her lipstick color and his like beard, I was dying. When he was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. They both appeared. I'm going to have to go back and look. Of course you picked that out. <laughs> yes. It was like the, one what of the. What color is her red lipstick that stays on so perfectly? You've got to know. know. How do you not know I that? I don't know. That's something we're going to come back with after the break. All right. I'm on it. Okay, we're going to tell you that red, and why does it stay so perfect? Well, you told me I'm not allowed to use lip stains anymore. I did. And so I can only use the ones that I I can't buy more, was my I rule. I did. Grant? Should we say it? I have it. Tell us. Max Ruby Woo. Max R-U-B-Y-W-O-O is the Taylor Swift lipstick. Next time I'm on, you're going to see me rocking it. <laughs> not the permanent one, just not the day the permanent one. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.